Today it's the 24th of May, which means I'm talking about yesterday's fixtures. And in the Super Nines, all the games were called off due to rains. So that was Middlesex v Kent, Essex v Hampshire, Dorset v uh, the Isle of Wight. They were all called off due to the rain. And then in the D40 games. Uh, Wales were due to travel to Hampshire and that was called off due to rain. In fact, there was only three games played yesterday and they were in the D40 Division 2. There was two games played there, Lancashire against Cheshire and Derbyshire against Yorkshire. And then in the D40 Division 1, there was Middlesex v Sussex. Okay, so first game I'm going to talk, I'm going to have a look at is Derbyshire against Yorkshire. So that was played yesterday and that was played at Derby Dale Cricket Club. Derbyshire were the home team and they won the toss and decided to have a field. This uh, probably was a, a short game and uh, Yorkshire were all out for 55. If you recall, I, I spoke to Alex Jervis early on in one of the early episodes of this podcast. And uh, he's the captain and the coach of Yorkshire hardball squad. And he was saying in, in his episode when I recorded with him early on uh, that his team were quite inexperienced. So I think this was their first game of hardball cricket for, for a while. And they were 55 all out. Alex top scored with 18 runs. Uh, and when I looked at play cricket, I discovered that he put himself quite low down the batting order. So obviously he may want to rejig his batting order in the future. Uh, he top scored with 18 runs um, out of the 55. But I was quite surprised when I looked at his batting order when I noticed, because obviously he plays for England uh, learning disability team. So he can bat a bit. And uh, when we were talking during his episode, he'd said that he'd batted at number 11. I think it was for a club team and scored 50. So we know he can bat. So he may rejig himself and move himself quite higher up the batting order in the future. As I said, he top scored for Yorkshire with 18 runs. And then obviously Derbyshire had a had a bat. Um, they scored the, they got the, the, the runs required and they got 56 uh, 56 runs uh, without loss of wicket uh, pick of the two batsmen there was Gary Hickinbottom or Hickinbotham uh, 39 not out so uh, Derbyshire we knew Derbyshire should be a good team uh, they've, they've done quite well in the softball competitions for, for many years and uh, this is their first year of playing hardball cricket so a good start for them um, we knew they should be capable of playing hardball cricket and they've beat Yorkshire and they've got a good start and 30 points for them uh, and now we'll start looking at the next game and the next game I'm going to look at is uh, Lancashire v Cheshire this is also a d40 hardball game in division two uh, 
Lancashire are, are, used to be quite a, a strong hardball team. Um, and they've found themselves in Division 2. Uh, obviously, they were champions a few years ago of, of, of the national tournament. So it's a bit of a surprise to see them in Division 2, but that's where, where they've elected to be. Um, obviously, when I was talking to Tom Tom Wilson during his episode, he, he told me that they'd got a bit stronger because now that deaf players are eligible to play in, in this tournament... And they've got quite some 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 strong deaf players up in Lancashire. So that's he said that they were making their their, their team quite stronger. And um, during that game, uh, Cheshire won the toss and decided to have a field. And um, Lancashire were quite strong during this game because they scored two hundred and thirty-five runs for five. So that's 235 for five, and uh, some notable scores here for the batsmen are Kyle Clayton, who scored 85 runs, Liam Griffiths, who scored 58 runs, and Rory McIntyre, who scored 49 runs, so just short of his 50 there. Um, Cheshire scored 157, so they're only about 70-odd short. So 157 for six... Um, not, uh, notable scores here with the bat were Mark O'Brien, 39 runs, and Jack Perry. He he, he bats at number three for Cheshire. And he, he, obviously, over the years, when I've played for Shropshire against Cheshire, we knew Jack Perry was a decent batsman. We always struggled to get him out, and he scored 73 runs. Uh, when it comes to the bowling, um, Lancashire did quite well there because obviously they got Cheshire out for 157 for six notable bowlers are Wakas Khan I mentioned him a few uh, a few episodes ago uh, probably the best spin bowler in disability cricket who got two wickets and Stefan Holmes who got three wickets uh, when it comes to the Cheshire bowlers there's nothing really that stands out other than that they used eight bowlers uh, probably to let everyone have a have a go, maybe, or maybe they were struggling to get get some wickets, and they just throw the ball to some part timers. You just don't know, do you? Right, and now uh, the the final game to discuss tonight is Middlesex v Sussex. Um, I've been in contact with, um, in fact, someone from Middlesex contacted me, Elliot Brown. He was on an episode a few 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 episodes ago. And uh, he messaged me today and said, are we doing a results show? Can you come on and chat? So uh, what I've done is I've managed to record all this in advance. And uh, Elliot will be joining me in a short while. So we can talk about their game. And now I'm joined by Elliot Brown. And we're going to discuss yesterday's game, which was between Middlesex and Sussex. Hello, Elliot. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. How are you? Oh, good, thanks. Uh, so you had a rain-affected game yesterday. Yes, and we did. <laughs> you said you were on and off three times, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I think it, was, it, it, it might even have been four. I think it was three off off the top of my head. But yeah, it was it was it was obviously with the weather being what it's been like. We sort of knew it'd be a day of not getting the full forty overs in. So it was 
So it was a uh, challenge in that sense. But yes, it was a rain-affected day. So uh, thank you for joining us today to discuss this. So uh, Middlesex won the toss and elected to bowl. Yes. And uh, obviously Sussex, you put them into bat and you got them all out for 93. And that was in 23.5 overs. So your bowlers are still uh, still doing a job, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Bowl, bowlers are still doing, doing a job and bowling well. We sort of knew it'd be a similar idea to the Wales game where... Sussex are going to have, you know, the top order going to have some resistance. And, you know, if we can get, you know, into like six, seven and get into that tail, we think we could blow them away pretty quickly. And, I mean, that's ended up what what's happening. Martin bowled really well, ended up getting a five, and we ended up getting them out for, I think, as you said, 93. Yeah, you got them 93 all out. Uh, pick of their batsman was A. Pyle, who scored 37 runs from 45 balls. Uh, your bowlers... Uh, Obviously, uh, your housemate James. Are you still living with him at the moment, or is uni finished? No, I'm still living with James at the moment. So he, I'm really only mentioning this because of the economy rate. He, he bowled six overs for nine runs. He got the one wicket, and that's an economy rate of 1.5 runs an over. Yeah, he did bowl six overs for nine runs, and I would say that I think five of those nine runs were off the edge. And I think the other couple were wide. So I think probably only one or two runs off the bat. And he probably, especially in his first two or three overs, I think they probably played a miss to him more than they actually played him, to be honest. He, it was an exceptional opening spell. And uh, obviously the other week, uh, Matthew Jones got that hat-trick. And, uh, but yesterday was probably a bit of a struggle for him. Four overs, 33 runs with no wickets and an economy rate of 8.25. And then you've just mentioned Martin Henderson, 4.5 overs, 5 wickets, 18 runs. So if Matthew doesn't do it, you've, you've already got somebody else who can. So Martin Henderson, yeah. 5 wickets. Yeah, that I mean, that's that's the great thing about our squad is when we have the talent in our squad that we do. I think it's a, knowing that like it's almost like, as you said, if one guy doesn't get you, someone else will. Like There's always knowledge that at least on every day one or two guys are going to have a good enough day to get us over the line you know it's unlikely on any day that all 11 players are going to turn up and play well but if you have the backing of the boys which we do and the talent that you always think that two or three guys are going to get you over the line every day and then obviously you must have had a quick drink something bite to eat look at the clouds and think can we get out early or not and uh, you then had a bat and it didn't start too great did it no, it was it was it was a shaky start. I mean, they bowled very very well up top. Their opening bowler, in particular, I think, it was Alfie, bowled well. And to be honest, there was, they, they, I mean, to be pretty honest, there were some questionable shot selections, and not just like an execution in terms of footwork, etc., which didn't, which wasn't the best. And yeah, they put us under pressure. And at one point, you know, we were under under the pump, which is full credit to them. All right. So a pile is he Alfie pile is he? Yes, yeah, yes, that's, that's uh, he, Alfie. He was the pick of their bowlers. Uh, six overs, ten runs, three wickets. Yeah, he, he bowled he bowled very well. He, he bowled at decent pace, bowled full and straight. And, I mean, the top order didn't quite execute in the way they wanted to, and he got them right into the game. So Sussex were all out for 93. Uh, Middlesex scored 97 for seven in 24.1 overs. And this is where we had a brief chat beforehand. You had to dig in, didn't you? You and Matthew Jones. Yeah, yeah, I did have to uh, to uh, dig in. It was sort of a, uh, we were sort of at the halfway point saying, cause, you know, that there were clouds about the whole day. We were saying, you know, if we get off to a good start 
and if the middle order have to come in, you know, try and get there before the rain comes, if we can, then they very much got to a, a situation of ignore the rain and just try and get o over over the line. And I came in at the back end of Alfie's spe Alfie spell, so it's very much a case of just trying to bunker down and knowing that if I bat 10, 15 overs, we win the game. That's obviously what I man. What even though I only got 15, I think it was a uh, and finding my, me batting the way I did and finding a partner in in Matthew just al allowed us to do enough to get over the line. Yeah, sometimes it's not about the big scores; it's about staying there. And obviously, if you're protecting your wicket, you're not getting out. And when the target is 93, you know that you could you don't have to go with a big run rate. So when you when you scored your 15 runs off 45 balls, you were doing a job for the team there, just to drag them across the line, weren't you? And yeah, absolutely. I saw Matthew I saw Matthew Jones comment on Twitter yesterday, so I messaged him straight away because he, he'd put something similar about he'd had to dig in and he scored 22 not out. So when you're when you're contributing uh, 15 runs and he's contributing 22 not out. That's uh, 37 runs of the 93 needed, and, and, and obviously between you, you, you did it. Yeah, that that was the idea, you know. I, I went in at four, and I think Luke, got, our captain, got out to to a to not the best shot, and then I think Martin after Martin and Zach got out to probably shots which on another another day they probably wouldn't have, have liked to have done. So I just M Matthew and I just said it's just one partnership, and we know we the way we play was like. Hit it and run. Defend the good balls. Hit hit the bad balls, and we'll get over the line. And I managed to get us fairly close until I got out to. I forgot exactly which bowler it was, but whoever got me out, he bowled me a pretty good ball. Just clipped the top of off. But luckily, we managed to get close enough. I'm just looking at play cricket now. You got out to Dan G. Yes, yes, I did. Yeah, that was it. So do you know all their players? Do you? Uh, I don't know all of them now because I well, I've, I left three, four years ago now, four, four years ago. So obviously some of them are still around and some of them have moved on. So I probably know about 50% of them. And um, obviously, uh, as for as for your team, uh, Middlesex, you're halfway through your disability cricket season now. It's, it's mad to say that, isn't it? Yeah, so, so obviously we've uh, we had the uh, first game against Wales and obviously we've played uh, Sussex yesterday and... Uh, Obviously, we had the uh, Shropshire weather-affected situation, and then we've got Surrey in two weeks. So yeah, we we are f fairly quickly getting through through the games. Hopefully, putting enough points on the board in terms of the table. The way other teams have their games after after we finish our year, they can't catch us up. That's that's your plan, isn't it? Uh, and at the moment, you've played uh, you've played two. Uh, it's up in the air what sort of points you're going to get from the Shropshire game because. You know, it was a rearranged fixture, and it sorry, it was rained off. Then it was a rearranged fixture, so it, you just don't know what what points you're getting from that. It could be the ten for the rained off, or it could be the the full points for the forfeit game. Uh, I suppose we we'll just have to find out and see what happens there. Uh, but as it stands at the moment, you're top of that, you're top of the division. There's a lot of teams who haven't played any games yet. There's a lot of teams who have had rain affected games, and obviously the rain affected games means. They're not scoring maximum points. So, as you said, next up is Surrey, and that's in, mm -hmm. on the 6th of June. I made yeah, note in of a, that one. It, yeah, in, I think it's two weeks. If, if, if you're telling me that's the 6th of June, then it's the 6th of June. I, I know it's yeah. two weeks' time. You're currently top of the division. Hampshire are 20 points behind you. Uh, and Hampshire are doing quite well, but I'm trying to think what his name is. Hugo Hammond is playing for them. He's come out of... a. Uh, Disability cricket retirement, by the looks of it. 
Uh, I think he's been at university or, or, or done, or just had a break. And he's, he's now back playing disability cricket, and he got a hundred the other week. So uh, he's one to be feared in that division, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Hugo is a very good, good uh, player, and you know you give him bad balls, he's going to get runs. But equally, we've played him a couple of times before, and we've got him out for, for low scores. And a couple of times he's got runs. You know, it's like anything yeah. against those sort of those sort of good, uh, good uh, players on their day, they can hurt you. Right, so uh, we've covered yesterday's game quite in-depthly. Um, as if in-depthly is a word. <laughs> or maybe I'm just making it up. <laughs> in, in great depth, I think, is probably yes, the that's part. probably it. Oh, dear. I'm not a journalist. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Um, so, thanks for joining me today. Um, I don't think I've really got anything else to, to, to add. I think we've covered it all. So, thanks for joining me today. And I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. Well, uh, uh, thank you for uh, having me, and I hope we go well as well. All right, thank you. Goodbye, then.